This is the show, Procrastination Pals. We talk about who's what, when's, why's, and how's. Two best friends with solid gold hearts. We record our thoughts, observations, and farts. I'll get around to the backing track later. Procrastination Pals. Yes, welcome to another episode of Procrastination Pals for what you're doing when you should be doing something else. I am your host, uh, the Coca-Cola of Procrastination, Dan Morganti. I like that. I'd say I'm Pepsi, but I'm just Josh. Just Josh. Okay, so before we start, uh, I just want to let you know that we offer no advice on how to overcome procrastination. We are simply a procrastination aid. All that mindfulness and pseudo-motivation advice fills me with a creeping sense of malaise. Um, <laughs> yeah. Someone pulled out the thesaurus this week. <laughs> That's good. All right. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's like malaise. Just uh, like, yeah. Yeah, like molasses. Isn't that it? I guess so, yeah. I like molasses. Think of depression molasses. That's what it feels like. There you go. Yeah, listening to all those. Why aren't I more motivated? Consider us depression molasses. Yeah, write a list every morning and tick off shit. That's how I became a millionaire CEO. Suck my dick, Tim Ferriss. <laughs> Again, why are you telling him to suck your dick? You don't <laughs> want him to suck your dick. Well, and also, I don't mind Tim Ferriss. He's actually a... Uh, I like what he's got to say. But so you'd let him suck your dick? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it's a good story at the very least. No, no one's sucking my dick. <laughs> well. Um, so now on with the show. Uh, this week, we are talking about the controversial topic of drugs and how drugs have affected our ability to get shit done. Drugs. And how much we've enjoyed them. But uh, yeah, let's uh, just hear about how your week in procrastination has been, Josh. What do you got up to? Um, what have I been doing? No, not a lot. But, um, started back at work since I uh, hurt my arm, which has been great. So that's been good. Back at the bar, pouring drinks, talking to people, just sort of trying to figure out if I like it or not is something that's been crossing my mind a lot. Leaning towards not, <laughs> yeah. I'll say, but maybe that's just because it's the first couple of days back. Mm. I think we we had this conversation in one of the previous episodes where coming back is such a difficult thing just because it's you know through lockdown and things like that it was difficult to come back from that because it was then you had to socialize again and try and figure out how to talk to people let alone do your job and now i felt like because of hurting myself i've sort of missed everyone getting back into the flow and i'm just a step behind with um it feeling natural to be doing my to be doing my job so okay um just trying to get into that but procrastinating out of that i've been playing i've been playing a lot of like midnight basketball okay is it is it just basketball at midnight yeah okay yeah (laughs) not a euphemism well no but you say it sounds midnight basketball like oh is there a a famous midnight league that i didn't know about or you're you're going to shoot hoops at midnight i'm just going to shoot hoops at midnight okay so it's just because again trying to get my arm moving and my body moving again and there's some really nice courts down near the commission flats near my place that are relatively well lit at night and because it's been hot we've had our first sort of decent heat wave um in a little while so just going down it anywhere after 10 p.m getting a good sweat on and having a beer by myself it's been um strange did have a guy (laughs) there's this chilean fellow that comes into the bar quite a lot he's a regular um and he what's his name full name and address his name is oscar i won't I don't know where he lives. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd tell you. Um, but then I was out there playing basketball by myself, midnight on a 
Thursday night. Um, and then he was walking past and I yelled out to say, yo, man, what's up? Hola, uh, Oscar. Hey, yeah, hola, Oscar. Oscar, como estas, amigo? <laughs> um, and he came over and said hi and was like, oh, I was thinking who's this weird person. <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, I'm at a basketball court playing basketball. You're walking through the commission flats at midnight and I'm the weird one? Why do you think that is? What are you doing here? Unless you're coming out to shoot hoops to, with me. To be you're fair. You're the odd one. He Was he just uh, transiting through? Maybe. Don't know. Was he just hanging out there? Because if Working. he's transiting through, I can understand. If he's just hanging out at the side of a basketball court, this is where I come to think. Like, that's weird. What's happening? But also, playing basketball at midnight, a little bit weird. Eh, why? Uh, People exercise at different times. I just imagine as you're doing it, like, the wind blows, you can hear it howling, and then, like, a few leaves scatter across the the basketball court and you can hear a seesaw in the background just yeah do 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 and to be fair i do carry a knife when i play of course as uh most street ballers do you got to be ready yeah you know yeah um i don't break ankles i slice them mm. get right at that's that a reference for you that i don't Achilles. think it might not work for you yeah why doesn't that work did it did that go over my head do you know did what I'm... breaking your ankles is when you break your ankle no in basketball no that's what i'm talking about <laughs> So I haven't been procrastinating that much, actually. <laughs> actually, I have. I've been meaning to uh, edit some more of these episodes and I just, I'm like, oh, I'll just get all these done and then they're out of the way. And still, I'm just like at the last minute, just doing them at the last minute every time. Bang on. Yeah. That's on schedule. Yeah. It? But I also have been working like 60, 70 hours a week, which is good for the bank account and in a way good to know like my personal threshold for what can I do can do i wouldn't want to do this at all anymore i don't want to do this i don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. for much longer actually you know what yeah i don't want to do this at all yeah um i would want to work half that that's basically what i want to do just like 38 hours a week is there's a reason that's the, that's the working that's work. the standard I, yeah. I would also say that it's you know what you're working towards like if, mm. it, like if it was personal goal based and now that you know that you again, have the capability to just smash out a 60, 70 hour week. Um, if you could use that time for yourself, it'd be fucking awesome. Mm. And also, just before we get onto the topic of drugs, mm. uh, the probably the most mildest, uh, the most widespread drug being caffeine. Uh, I had had a couple of coffees this week and have noticed that they are quite powerful at just waking you up. Who would have thought? I know, but um, I like, I, I try to avoid caffeine just so that I can, when I need to use really it need to it, hit. it works and um so yeah like two or three times this week i was like oh i need a coffee to like get my head in the game today and i'm like no wonder so many people drink so much coffee because yeah. you need it to like get it's a through a day I, i've actually cut back on my coffee intake by taking my large triple shot latte and, taking, fuck, and taking one down off it because <laughs> i realized when i wasn't working i was just like I'm fucking shaky. Why yeah. am I so wide? It's like, oh, because I'm pumping myself full of sweet, sweet caffeine. Yeah. So that's a, a nice little segue in today's episode that basically that? the entire workforce of the world is uh, low level addicted to drugs to keep the world running, which is pretty crazy. So keep your judgments to yourself for the rest of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking addicts. Yeah. Just wanted to point the finger at you before, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. before we spoke about ourselves. One of us. One of us. Yeah. Um, uh, so I guess the first place we can start is the uh, most 
uh, widespread illicit drug mm-hmm. being marijuana, which, uh, fun fact, I heard that the US government began calling it marijuana because it sounded more... Uh, Foreign. More Mexican, more Spanish. Really? Uh, to villainize the Mexican people and hippies and stuff like that. Instead and of it, cannabis. And instead of cannabis, yeah. So, it used to be called cannabis in like ten, the 1910s or whatever. They put out a whole bunch of ads attacking marijuana. Anytime it's in the crossword, the, the crossword clue for marijuana is Indian hemp. Indian hemp? Yeah. Oh. I only know that because of the crossword. doing the crossword. Yeah. Well, there you go. That must be the strain. It's like official strain or something or, like that. Or again, just trying to blame it on someone not from the States. <laughs> it'd be funny if it was like um, the devil's lettuce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Um, so, what's your personal history with marijuana? Marijuana. Um, yeah, smoked it, done it, had fun with it. I think it's very like... Injected it? Not quite. No. Tr- not, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think when we were sort of coming... The first time I smoked weed was with you mm. i think in the back seat of a car um hot boxing with some other kids from school yeah and it not working for me the first time i ever had weed never nothing no hit like yeah. I, I don't know if it was just because we were smoking some real gla- grass clippings or yeah whatever but it just didn't hit me but then a couple weeks of going like come on fucking give me something Hit me. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And then probably from there, so, you know, from the real, it's such a... I think it's probably like in, the inexperience with inhaling and yeah, stuff as I, I well. It's, all, a, it's, a, yeah. it's a, like slight, you know, skill to be able to inhale. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you have to get over the mind block of your, you know, sucking things down It was very, lungs. very grubby beginnings. Yeah. With weed. Like you are, you know, young, running around, hitting the springers, which for anyone from overseas, it's not from Victoria. I don't even know if it's just a Victorian thing, but where you use a Springvale juice bottle and turn that into a bong. Yep. That's the Springer or the Gatorade bottles is a big one. Yeah, Gatorade bottles are a big one, yeah. And just the bit of hose and and whatnot. But um, from there, yeah, look. I I remember that night and I remember like loving it. It I still remember uh, being with Sir Patrick Stewart, one of our friends, and... Should we mention this? <laughs> like he's, I feel like he's found God. We're going to probably have to start uh, bleeping certain names yeah. as we move on through. All right, I was with, uh, with a certain friend who at go. this moment will remain nameless. And it, I remember him reciting a YouTube video about a guy who was like pretending to be a boxer. <laughs> me dragging on a joint and him just in the background going, they call me Barry the Blender. <laughs> the reason for this is if you get too close to me, I will turn you into a fine paste. <laughs> like that's um, great, uh, good accent. Well done. That was by far one of the best times I've shit. ever smoked weed. Because like just the, that in my the funniest behind my head. Yeah, it was a funny. Like definitely got the giggles for that Barry one. Barry the blender. Yeah, and that would probably be like maybe the third or fourth time I'd ever smoked marijuana. Yeah. The first time. Uh, like it was a bong rip in Christian Slater shed, rough, and uh, yeah, that's like, that's like just what's your first drink, like just a bottle of, uh, like a small bottle of whiskey or something, like whatever. It's, it's yeah, pretty hard hitting. Um, but then as I grew older, I like within a year I realized that weed wasn't for me. Like I was always way too paranoid on weed. Yeah, I think um, I probably fucked with you a bit too. Yeah, and I just kind of worked out very quickly that it, I didn't like it and it wasn't for me and i was happy drinking alcohol more to the point uh, yeah i liked i like alcohol more than i like 
weed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think it, it's definitely one of those things where it's just like, because it's seen as such a, um, you know, I won't say gateway drug, but like entry level into illicit substances mm. where it's like, it's harmless. You're not really going to hurt yourself, but there is a lot of harm that comes with it anyway. Like anyone that's sort of, um, has any kind of anxiety it can make it a lot worse mm. like even for me like nowadays I, I don't really smoke like i don't ever have my own weed at home or anything like that you know what i mean like my housemate bong head and there's weed around all the time but i don't smoke it i just don't have like i don't have the desire to do it and i think it's because like it it does give me like i wake up feeling groggy and just like it's harder for me to get up and do shit and, and not even like a hangover where it's like I feel sick it's just like I just feel flat you know what I mean and I'm just like well it's and it, it's not fun enough for me to have to deal with that and I think weed is one of the more insidious drugs in that like it doesn't it won't end your life or anything but it just makes, make it harder makes you a drop kick basically like the yeah. more if you keep smoking weed into your like into your 40s 50s I think like there's more people who do that and just like don't find any fulfillment in their lives. But I do and think that that is also something that'll change now because it has to be around the mentality of using and smoking it, mm-hmm. um, drug awareness, education about it. it it'll become like, it, it's like alcohol, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Same shit. Like, like if you're just pissed all the fucking time into, into your adulthood, you're not getting much done either. Yeah, that's But true. it's just like, right, how do you, how do you use it? How, how do you sort of maintain life around it and also historically people that have been using it have had to do it literally criminally it's had to be under the covers and hidden and how you get it and where you get it from it's not policed it's not you know um quality control isn't there or anything like that i think in the future it'll be fine it'll just be like you know it'll be far more finessed than what it is and there'll be less gatorade bongs in the shed yeah for, for, sure. for into your adulthood you'll just be able to like have one out the back have a joint whatever you know what i mean it'll be far more um controlled and classy yeah i i've got a couple of theories on weed completely anecdotal Here we um there's two things that i think about weed and marijuana is that it doesn't it doesn't cause any mental illness but it exacerbates any underlying issues that you may have so if you are susceptible to schizophrenia, it can exacerbate your schizophrenia. And like I've read articles about people who like who have schizophrenia and they blame it on like or their first real uh, I don't know what you call it like their first experience with realizing that they had it after smoking weed and um, and also I think this one's much more fluid in that like there's no hard evidence and it would be hard to find. But whatever age you are when you start smoking weed is the age that you get stuck in or like your maturity and uh your levels of uh like what you focus your time and energy on are stuck in how old you were when you consistently started smoking weed interesting because there's like in the last couple of years i've like like the people i know who smoke it a lot like from work or you know just people you you know in life and you they you Someone says, oh, they really like weed. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, oh, it doesn't worry me. But the, I look at these people, I'm like, man, this guy's like 35 and he's like rocking a leather bracelet and still talks about Metallica flat chat. And uh, apparently at his house has nothing but band posters all over the walls. And which 
this guy sounds pretty fucking cool <laughs> yeah. to me. What a cool dude. Know. But look, that's like that's what I would imagine a sixteen-year-old would think. That's how I'm going to decorate my my house when I get when I get to thirty. Which sure. you know, uh, if that's how you want to do it, no judgment. I'm um, I would like to decorate my house like that. A part of me would like to do that, but also where I want to be in life, like with a partner, and yeah, uh, I don't think that's viable. No, and it's also coming from the man with an Optimus Prime on his bookshelf. Okay, touche. <laughs> <laughs> so, when did you have your first bit of... Yeah, no, yeah. checks out. Yeah. Um, all right, well, <laughs> let's move on. No judgment. No ju- <laughs> yeah, hey, and and, uh, and that is... Actually, that's my uh, my Beast Wars Optimus Prime. It's a gorilla that changes. Uh, it's super cool, listeners. Like, this thing is... Su- I've also got a uh, Thunderbird 2 uh, right behind your head just there, Josh. So, yeah. that is... that. They're sick toys. Um, I'm just trying to think of a Metallica song to sing straight out of my head. Enter Sandman? Enter Sandman was the other one. Yeah. That's okay. I'll leave it. Um, yeah. And when when was the last time you had weed or any marijuana substance? Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe uh, oh, within the last two months. I, I can't remember. Mm. The, it, was, it wasn't an event or anything. It was just like having drinks with a couple of friends and then someone had a joint, so we smoked a joint. Um, very, so you know, sitting in a social situation. Yeah, and I think that's like one of the best ways to do it is just like it's like it's like alcohol. You have it occasionally, like maybe you, you that's your Friday night thing. You have a joint or something yeah. like that. I think that's probably the best a, one. I have quite a few very high functioning um, people who smoke that we know personally uh, and that are achieved and intelligent and 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 do it well, um, and fucking good on them. It's just you know again, it's, I think it just comes down to education and how people approach doing it. Yeah, for sure. I think the last time I had some was during the lockdown. Uh, a friend had made some pot brownies. So I had some, or hash brownies as they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a tiny amount and it was nice. It like, uh, I just watched TV and was very relaxing, made me super tired and I had a really good sleep. Beautiful. So yeah, that's like the last time I did it and it was pretty fantastic. Again, just through the evolution. Like once it comes down to like... Um, what are they uh edibles things like that like in the states like all those little gummies and shit like that you can control the exact to the milligram how much you're having it's going to be fine and there's two active chemicals in it right so there's the thc and the cbd correct and the cbd like the cbd oil and things like that they're the ones they're anti-anxiety medication right um i think think more muscle relaxing as well yeah right so there's like two ingredients And and i do not know yeah, just well, to, yeah, just to clarify. Hey, really we're not quick. a science podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we're two bums talking about weed. You come <laughs> to the wrong place, nerd. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's like those two levels affect how you're affected by the weed. So, like THC is much more uh, like you see visuals yeah. and yeah, all that, and CBD is the relaxing component of marijuana. And messing with those levels changes how you get the weeds basic understanding of weed technology where it as it stands but yeah i'm sure in the future australia is going to have it legal and we'll understand it even a little bit better it would be kind and of I, I think i did like the um when it was younger like the hallucinogenic parts of it were had a stronger effect on me. i mean i it's not like a yeah i don't have any hallucinogenic um reaction to it now it's yeah. not like and and moving into you know things like um, say acid or mushrooms or, or, or things like that, which are very different high. Yeah. Um, have you had much experience with either? 
Uh, I've done mushrooms once in Amsterdam or like truffles. Perfect. The psychedelic truffles. Uh, was that with me? No, that was Maradona. No, I was with Maradona. Yeah. So right. maybe let's keep names out of it just in case these people don't want it out. In you don't the world. know Faramos, my friend. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> we need to, um, again, bleeper. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I'll, I'll invest in a bleep sound. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, no, it was in Amsterdam with some friends who I was traveling with and it was a really fun experience. It was me and uh, a friend and his girlfriend and his cousin and his, and his cousin's girlfriend and it w- we had a really good time. It was like you go into the cafe, they give you the menu, which is like, mm-hmm. this is the lowest level one. Really fun to start off with the like lowest level. Uh, it's You'll get giggles and, and we did and it was one of the funniest nights of my life. Yeah. And yeah, that's all the experience I've had with psychedelics. Uh, I would go back to mushrooms for sure. Uh, like reading all those articles on Vice, it's like uh, people are doing mushroom therapy and it's really working. Or yeah. psycho, cy- uh, cybo, cy- That's not the name, but it's something like that. Do you know the name? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Something similar, similar to that. Cybocilium. Yeah, Cybocilium? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I've, like, I would like to do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, like on a relaxing day, got... Uh, you know, just watching some TV and seeing it be nice. I think mushrooms are probably meat. Uh, How many times have you done mushrooms? My favorite. Oh, good, decent handful. Yeah, right. Maybe, oh, God, I don't know, 15? Like, I've done mushies a bit. Yeah. Um, done a bit, uh, you know, festivals, things like that. I've really, always really loved sort of mushies. Acid is a different thing. I've done acid a handful of times. Yeah. Much more, uh, much more, aggressive peak and the speed at which you peak uh, again this is depending on your dose i mean me i wasn't really aware so i just took a tab and a tab's fine you can take a tab but you're in for 12 hours yeah right like, that's the thing like you that's why at a festival it's like right you take it in the morning it's like right i'm just gonna be tripping till fucking i go to bed yeah which is a lot and there's been i remember the first time i took it without knowing what to expect and you know there's so much hype around hallucinogenics and acid in particular you're just like right what the fuck are we in for here and it was fine like you know i've I've never taken acid and i don't think i ever will because i've psyched myself out into the, you hear yeah. stories about people who do it and get permanently uh like Again, they get permanent you just, flashback you, you just take it down to micro dose yeah like you, uh, you know what i mean like you take a tiny corner i think i've psyched myself out like too much and okay. if i if yeah. i do it i will anxiety myself into and i'm not symptoms. here to, to enable you, you no, know no, no, I mean? no, like, no yeah i'm i'm fairly uh immune to peer pressure on this one, I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that uh, I'm gonna but, I'm yeah. gonna avoid acid. I think. So that and then for me, it was like got to a point where you just get so like you get fatigued, like it's a, it's a lot. You know what I mean? Like and then by the end of it, I remember sitting in bed, sort of sitting in bed, looking around my room and just going like, "Fuck, there's a lot going on out here." Like just you know, just a lot of movement. It's it's a very similar high, again in in its essence to to shrooms for me, but then I was just tired of it and I. Which is like, okay, there's a lot going on out here. I'm going to try and go to sleep. Shut my eyes. And then it was the same thing. I was like, well, shit, there's a lot going on in here too. So I'm sort of just, you're just sort of stuck writing it out. And it's like, okay, it's, it's, it'll be fine. You just, it's, it's fatiguing. I think mushies, on the other hand, for, first time I took mushrooms, I was working up at the snow. So, and we went out, um, had mushrooms in two-minute noodles. <laughs> went out and it was like, Best way to have them. Perfect. Oh, beautiful. You know what I mean? Mm. They just eat because they taste so dirty and gross. Yeah. But then out, up at the snow, super starry night, surrounded by good people, walking to the pub, 
having some beers, walking back and just chilling out. It was, it was a really nice experience. Um, and I do think it's, because it's, again, it's like a calm up, calm down, um, fun. Yeah. And what about uh, pingers or MDMA? Pingers. MDMA and ecstasy. Because MDMA, I don't, I never quite got this because I believe MDMA is the base of ecstasy. And is it just a more pure form? Yeah, I think so. I suppose, depending on where, where it's coming but from. But what else is in ecstasy then? Like pingers? Like, what? I don't, I never understood what else was in pingers. Maybe. I, I, I can genuinely only tell you from my own experience. And I would only think that it's just, mixed with more shit yeah or like it's i don't know which is more pure i don't know which anyway when but I was, like i feel fucking gross after pingers like if i've had ecstasy and gone out for a night i'm sweating like a motherfucker yeah feeling a bit static i mean having a blast at the time but then i wake up the next day you're super dehydrated frail yeah and just a like Inside of your mouth, all a bit cut up. I see. I really enjoy MDMA. I've probably only done it less than ten times, maybe seven times. Uh, but it's like a once a year, once every two years thing. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go to a party. I'm gonna enjoy this. Uh, and I've learned to really limit how much I take. So yeah. I only take half of what I need, which I think is the best advice Perfect. for anyone going into drugs. Not that I'm advocating that you do it, but. Um, it is nice to... Take less than what you think. Take less than what you think and wait twice as long as what Absolutely. you need. And yeah, be patient. I think patience is a very big thing. Last and time I did it, uh, I think MDMA must have like muscle relaxing in it as well because po- I didn't... Pooped your pants? No, no, no. Uh, I, I had the best piss of my life. I didn't realize that my, <laughs> and my lower back was really tight. Really? And I got so much relief when like it's fin- finally started kicking in. My lower back released and I went to the toilet and had a really good piss. I'm like, has my... Tight, like tight lower back being like squeezing my kidneys or something. Possibly. Uh, yeah. So I was really interested to find or that out. Or they're just trying so hard to f- filter through what you've <laughs> yeah. just put into your body and just like get everything out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, MDMA is fun, even though I don't do it. I try to limit, like all this is, yeah. I try to limit as much as I do. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And now moving into my yuppie 30s, I've noticed that a lot more people or uh, like, in their 30s, have moved on to cocaine. Cocaine, like, is it? Cocaine. A uh, very similar story for me. It's like a once every two years kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but people love cocaine. And it's understandable why. Because it's just a, like straight up, you en- you really enjoy yourself. It lasts for not that long at all. And then uh, straight back down to where you were. And also, it's a, I think I was watching something the other day where it's... it So, the dopamine levels go up. Like it saturates... It does make it more difficult for you, your brain to reabsorb sort of dopamine levels, but it just goes high peaks. I think it's only like 20 minutes, half an hour is apparently how long the release lasts. I think this is my biggest problem with cocaine is it's so fucking expensive and lasts for such a short amount of time and you, it just wants you make, it makes you want more and more and more. Like I get it, it's fun. And particularly now, like working in bars, it's fucking everywhere. Like every bar you go to, probably someone in the kitchen is on coke. Honestly. I mean, I, we all suspected it. Yeah, we all, well, they're, we working, all... they're doing the whole thing, but it's 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 everywhere. Like it's it's. I'm far more aware of it now working at the bars because it is so many people, and so many people are coming into the bar and having coke or pills. But mostly, it's like coke. Yeah, 
When I went to Canada, I lived in Canada for about six months. I'd go to house parties and there's a lot of cocaine in, in, Canada. in Canada because Vancouver, I think, is a port to like the west of America. Um, so, like a lot of drugs come in via the port at Vancouver. This is what I'm led to believe. I haven't done any research on this. So, this is all anecdotal. Just, I'm guessing, just, just what I'm repeating. Um, and it was really cheap in Canada. I never actually did it while I was there. Actually, no, I think I did it once. But I would go to parties and see like all these like s- snowboard rats, like mm-hmm. people who go there. They, they used to call it Australia because there's so many Aussies, like young Australian men who go over there shirk any and all responsibility and all they do is snowboard and party and which like it's good work if you can get it for a while but there are guys who who stay there for six seven years just doing that day in day out and i was was kind of thought it was a little bit sad they just they're going to come to the expiry date on this particular style of lifestyle and have nothing to fall back on yeah um but yeah like i was always like i was a bit embarrassed to be an australian there to be honest because uh all the aussies there were like would just fuck the place up. My Canadian boss, I worked at a supermarket for a little bit. He was telling me about Australia Day one year. So the day, like the morning of Australia Day. So it hadn't even been Australia Day the night before. 10 a.m. in the morning, he's walking through the village and there's an Aussie guy blind drunk uh, just with his pants down around his ankles, middle of the town square, just pissing, like dick out. Yeah, kids, that- Mums walking their kids to school and... And people are just like, oh, this is Aussies are broader fucked. Yeah. A lot of them. Like, look, again, we're talking about percentages here, but particularly when it's going like, all right, people who were traveling just to fucking party mm. and young kids were traveling to fucking party and don't know their limits and are getting fucked up and don't know how to be sensitive to the people whose country they're in are the worst fucking Aussies. And as a rule of thumb, I try and avoid other Australians when I'm traveling. I'm not traveling to fucking hang out with you. Yeah. I can find you in Bundy when I get back. Like, I don't need this. Yeah. So, it's just the the ones that go there and then, tr- you know, find other Australians and they just build these groups and, and sort of attract each other. It's, yeah, they're dangerous. And they're the kind of people that are just giving it, it a bad name. And you're right. It is a shame. But sometimes if you're in a town where people are taking pisses in front of three-year-olds in the middle of the street and just yelling out, Australia, then I'm... F- fucking embarrassed of that too and it's a shame because it's like i don't know this piece of shit <laughs> just because we've got the same passport i'm suddenly taking responsibility for his actions this is shit yeah i agree with you let's kick kyle yeah, out of canada yeah. <laughs> kick kyle out of canada campaign <laughs> yeah yeah fuck that guy yeah uh well there's fucking kyle's anyway yeah uh so cocaine i've noticed it's a little bit more prominent uh prominent now that i'm 30 years old and, uh, you know, people can have a little bit more cash to splash. I think it's, do you reckon it's just that? Just money and then well, I think circles also, that people well, run in? Well, like, yeah, like you said, it's also a very uh, fast acting drug. So it only lasts as long as you're doing it. Like as soon as you stop doing it, you're uh, coming down off cocaine. But yeah. um, for me, like it's too prohibitively expensive still. Like the, and I don't enjoy it that much. Still, even, and I've really eased back on how much I drink alcohol in the last like two years. Mm-hmm. Still, uh, I would prefer to drink than do cocaine. I think just the, I, right. I, I fucking love drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it finally comes to the point of the episode. Yeah, I love drinking. Yeah. Um, you've been doing good though. Yeah, I've I've kind of yeah taken my uh, foot off the gas on that one, just focusing on other things and like Life, I've, huh? I've yeah I've realized that like 
thing, things that I just thought were normal mental behavior. Like I've listened to people going, oh shit, I get that. Like mm-hmm. there was, um, I get like repetition in my head, like just a, a line from a song that won't stop playing when I'm hungover. I always just thought it was like just regular mental uh, energy. But just it's like- Just got a song stuck in my head. That's, no. part, that's part of being hungover as well for some people. Um, yeah, but the- just le- lethargy that lasts like pretty much the entire week. Like people say, oh, you know, I had a hangover on Monday. But sure, you're like, you don't physically feel bad, but mentally you just don't have the- You're just not- The, the go- wherewithal's not the- yeah. yeah, during the week to like capitalize on anything. So yeah, like uh, alcohol is a big one, especially in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you had two beers- Right before we started yeah. recording this, just yeah. I mean, it's a nice day outside, and I offered you to offered them to you. Yeah, um, basically, so no, I could no, shame you yeah, right now. Jesus, okay, this feels yeah. like a trap all of a sudden. No, no like, but yeah, like, I, I like mean, we both we both really enjoy drinking. Of course, and, and again, working at a bar, like surrounded by it all the time. You know what I mean? It, it, it's my business. Do you see any proper alcoholics come in? Um, I mean, you're like kind of trendy. Yeah, bar where, yeah, we're not with like, the younger demographic. Like you a got DJs TAB fucking yeah. sit down. That's another thing I've started to notice as well. Got older guys like 40s, 50s who've got like the the yellow sponge the red, nose yeah. and the burst capillaries on their face. Like, oh, this guy loves it's, a fucking drink. Yeah. Yeah. And just nonstop. All right, well, I suppose, no, we don't really. Like, honestly, we've got, you know, we're a inner city suburb lounge bar. And have live DJs and it is you know there's there's no seats at the bar you can't like just bar fly it we've got a big source of regulars and we're small we don't have you know nowhere to hide we're small popular and pretty with it like busy and I'm not gonna say it's a hip bar but people think it's fucking hip you know what I mean I don't I don't think other, it is. Other, other people can call it hip. I won't call it that. No, because I don't, I don't really think it is. I, I know too much. Yeah. Um, about what's hip. <laughs> <laughs> and we are not. And we've reached the crux of the episode. <laughs> yeah. We're cool for doing drugs. Um, no, nah, but we do have... Um, like We've got a few people that are homeless or living rough um, that come through quite a lot. And they're just part of the community. Like they're, you know, yeah. friends with a couple of them. They come in. We give them... I really... I, Realize that um, people who are hard addicted to say things like heroin or meth, they just want cans of coke. Yeah, I right. think it's just the fizzy helps. The, like I don't think the stomach can take much, so just like the bubbles help bubbles them a little and bit. The sugar and sugar, because I'll always offer them water if they want something to eat. Um, and these are people that I am on a first name basis with as they come through the bar, but they're always just like, oh, just a couple of cans of coke will do me. Okay. Yeah. Here's your cans of coke. And I suppose that uh, brings us to the next uh, part of this episode, which is what drugs would you absolutely not touch? Top of the list, meth. Meth, 100%. Yeah. That's got to be meth the one. Meth seems fucked. Because, it, well, it's just, I mean, it's almost up there with PCP, angel dust, bath salts. Like, all that just kind of, kind of like real fucking aggressive, jarring. Artificial. Artificial. Yeah, again, I don't know why I use the term static, but like when when things are just are jarring and just seem so unnatural, it's like static. And some of these people are walking around and they're like, fuck, you're buzzing, dude. Yeah. And not on this plane. Um, that's scary. Because it's, it's just the aggression of it. Like, again, people can fuck themselves up. As soon as you start 
digging holes in your own skin. Yeah, well, your gums start bleeding for no reason. Whatever. And- then you're you're a lab rat. Mm. Yeah, it's. Uh, I absolutely would not touch meth. Although, and again, like- I don't want to shame anybody out there that does this stuff because it's a fucking pity. Yeah, and it's it's an addiction. And I think what. I think uh, and circumstantial addiction as yeah, well. Like, from what know, I, we're not in it. From what I understand about addiction, like it's there's a lot of like articles written about it in psychology journals and whatnot. Haven't read any of them. I don't know why I'm mentioning it, but, but um, they're out I, there. I feel like everything I've come to understand about addiction is that it's a lot to do with uh, your upbringing and uh, uh, um, early abuses, socioeconomical factors, yeah. everything. Like. Uh, like we've tried drugs and we're not addicted to them or, you know, um, but you hear stories of like drug addicts. It's like, yeah, you know, my upbringing was fine. You know, my dad used to beat me, he used to put cigarettes out of me. He's like, oh, that's not fine. That's not normal at all. Like the, I feel like the abuse leads to addiction, like, mm-hmm. or a lack of um, like support and love and stuff in, and I think in, that- old, in younger life is a prominent indicator of, of your susceptibility to addiction. And I think they can go both ways because there can be the way where it's just like, right, escape. Like if it is from an abusive household. Um, but then there can be ones, that people who are for, from more affluent households or lives and still possibly don't have great, you know, relationships with their families and are neglected in a way of just being ignored or not, you know, being listened or heard to and either have the ego to just be like i'm not a drug addict i'm not like these people that become meth heads um i've got the money i'm just gonna fucking you know like there is a certain level of naivety that comes with ego surrounding drugs that you think that you could just do it because you're not that person but then hop skip and jump and you're that fucking person but so people in affluent lifestyles can still have the ego yeah to think that they could just get away with it and, you know, it's like even I think there was probably a time where I was when I was young, things like, well, I don't get addicted to stuff. It doesn't, you know. Yeah. And well, even like with drinking, it was that. like I don't even get hungover. When you're 19, 20, I, like I did, just didn't get hangovers. And then as soon as it clicked, it was like, boof. It was like, oh, fuck. Okay. This yeah, is what a hangover is. You know what I mean? Like, but you have that sort of bulletproof attitude. It's like, it won't happen to me. Not yeah. me. Maybe I'm, the, maybe I'm Superman. Yeah. Maybe I'm the second coming of Jesus. Hey, hey. Yeah. You'll um, think that if you do too much meth, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so basically never doing meth and never doing heroin. Heroin sounds fantastic. Like Fuck your life up good. Yeah, the uh, the absolute best high in the world. And that's why I will never do it. Because yeah. I think like no matter your circumstance, hero- you'll get addicted to heroin. Like if it's that good. Only people like Paul Kelly could just be casual heroin users. Yeah. Well, I feel like he had some help getting out of his uh, I imagine he ad- did. addiction, yeah. But yeah, heroin sounds great, but don't do it, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, this one I have nothing to say about. I, I don't know. Never so know. yeah, we're not we're not experts by any means, and also like with the addiction thing, I don't I don't have any judgment for anyone who Absolutely who is not. addicted or you know is struggling with that. You know, the thing that I hate the most is like um, homeless people where where people go, oh, I give uh, like. I don't want to give them money because I'll spend it on drugs. It's like, well, like, what are you spending your money on? Like, yeah. I've, I've, we just spoke about doing drugs and drinking and yeah. and uh, you don't know what their life's like. Like, they're sleeping on the ground. I would be taking drugs if I was sleeping on the and ground in, as well. And in a way, it's like, look, if your three bucks gets them a hit of something that makes them feel fucking better yeah. and that's what their life is, 
Yeah. Let them have their high, man. You, and you're not. And again, there's that fucking ego of just saying like, I'm not like I, I'm not giving my well earned money to ha- to help this person because it's not what paying their rent or buying food necessarily. But you are helping them. It's like addiction is a sickness, and some people fucking need a hit to get by. Mm. And just it's not up to you to fucking play messiah and be the authority on what they can or can't spend money that you're donating to someone else's happiness. Yeah. Don't be a cunt. And yeah, if you want to like, um, so I, I buy them sandwich or like, well, really help them out. Let them stay in your house for a day and take them to, uh, you know, a psychologist or, you know, but. Just give them the fucking money. Yeah. And walk away feeling. I'm a good person. Really pat yourself on the back, yeah. mate. Go home and tell 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 the wife, tell the, the kids. Same, the same reason I sit on in the disabled seats on trams, so I can jump up and go, oh, here you go. <laughs> I feel good about myself. <laughs> Hold on. Hang on. <laughs> Sitting in there waiting. They hardly ever get on, so I fucking think <laughs> yeah. I'll just wait. And then if anyone asks me, I'm waiting. I'm saving this for <laughs> someone to get on. <laughs> yeah. And I, I make a snap to ju- snap judgment. You're not pregnant enough. You're not. You're <laughs> yeah. not disabled enough. I'm keeping this seat. What are you? Three months? Yeah. Yeah, you'll be right. <laughs> Keep standing. Keep the blood flow up. Yeah. No, I, uh, I do like if the tram's full. Last option: sit in the da- disabled seat until someone wants it. But then you do like you get up for someone. You're like, I'm a good person. Dude, I I get spe- natural highs. Doing shit like that for people makes me feel fucking really good. Yeah. Like ha- helping old ladies. Like old people, I helped an old bloke. His his van broke down, on like turning a corner, and he was sitting there. Cars banking up behind him. I'm on my bike. Was on my bicycle. No one's getting out to help the dude. So I get like get off, and immediately I was like, "Here's my chance. Spring in action. <laughs> Josh help somebody. Time to shine. Yeah, do something good for someone. Yeah. Got out. Go talk to him. I was like, "Oh mate, I'll." Just chuck it in your shoulder, push. He's like, oh, you'll have to push for two. I've only got like half a lung. I was like, we got you, mate. And then <laughs> flagged down someone off a motorbike. The, the car immediately behind him, some tradie sitting in there. I was like, you get out. Get out and help. Yeah. Like you're the one immediately behind this old person. Sure, you can't see in the car, can't see who needs help. Regardless, get out and help push. Yeah. Like just help somebody. Like it's a, it makes me feel really good. Hmm. And it's, selfish almost in a way like that but yeah. it's, it's the best way to be selfish yeah i guess so if you can just help somebody yeah absolutely um well i think we've come to the end of the episode we i just want to say what a high note that yeah was, <laughs> yeah we're we both uh in moderation enjoy drugs particularly alcohol and caffeine i guess as well mm-hmm. um yeah. also to our parents which will listen to this anything yeah, to say to the yeah uh, look, I'm a human person. Drugs are out there. They're fun to do on occasion. And if anything, uh, you never I'm, would have had this conversation with us. So yeah, it was good to be a fly on the wall. I'm sure. Yeah, and look, I'm 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 pretty good with the rest of my life. All right. <laughs> Sorry, mum. Every now and then, I do illicit drugs. It's fine. Yeah. Um. And if you want to hit, just let us know. Yeah. Um. I can get you some weed brownie, mum and dad. <laughs> oh, that'd be a time. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But uh. I d- as we finish up here, uh, we've re- we've released a podcast, so we're seeing numbers come in. We're very appreciative of everyone who's listening. Yay. 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 Thank, you, thank you. Pat on the back. Yeah. Oh, Daniel, put it away. That's me. <laughs> I'm patting myself on the back or on the knee this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we just want to say thank you very much for listening. Uh, please follow and subscribe on whatever platform you're using, whether that's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google 
Chromecasts. Uh, I'm not across the Google Podcasts scene, but if you're using Google, please Regardless, subscribe. Whatever you're listening to on right now. Uh, subscribe with that. Uh, thank you again. And bye.